Everyone knows Ted Heath was a bit of a sailor, but Harold Wilson wasn't even Prime Minister when he outlined the plans for the Sailfish 18. It was as he urged Britain to embrace the white heat of technology in his famous speech at the 1963 Labour Party conference. It's all there in black and white, and I quote, We are redefining and we are restating our socialism in terms of the scientific revolution. So there you have it. East Germany responded with the Trabant 601, a car made of a compressed paper body. But British industry took a little longer to step up to the plate. And just as Wilson became Prime Minister for the second time, Henry and Pixie Dale of Maxim Marine presented the Sailfish 18 to the world at the 1970 Earl's Court Boat Show. And there it was, Wilson's vision of the future, a pert piece of Politburo polyester for the masses. And even more gratifyingly for Wilson, just the year before that, Ted Heath had shelled out thousands of pounds on his first morning cloud, a Sparkman and Stevens 34. And just to think, if Heath had waited a few months, he could have bought a sailfish for a mere 933. In fact, the sailfish really was remarkably good value. Unlike modern yachts, where things such as hull, mast, keel and sails are optional extras, the Sailfish was a complete sail-away package, replete with a high-tech polythene-fitted washing-up bowl, no less. Two fenders, a loo, warps, cushions, anchor and chain, cooker, trailer and an Elsa Craig 4.5 horsepower outboard. But the less said about that, the better. Oh yeah, and of course sails, mast and hull were also included. And just like Ted Heath's morning cloud, the sailfish offered six berth accommodation. Indeed, that's how it was advertised. It's just that on the sailfish, the accommodation plan was modelled on a slave ship. Then fast forward to the Earl's Court 1973 show and the Sailfish went on to win Boat of the Show, Special Award winner and a Merit of Honour, whatever that is. And the Daily Express even devoted a full page to the Sailfish raving, She's the carrot that will keep your interest crisp and directional. Now I haven't got a clue what that means either, particularly as Sailfishes didn't even come in orange. But not everyone was so enthusiastic. PBO's Peter Poland, former owner of Hunter Boats and builder of the 19-foot Hunter Europa, told me, I hated the sailfish because it was unbelievably good value for money. It was impossible to compete with at that price. Now that's commendation indeed. And indeed, other people really loved it. And over two decades, they built around 850 sailfishes. And my regard for the sailfish grew enormously as I sailed Marlin round the coast to the Southampton Boat Show. She's a tough, capable, great little boat that really looked after me. And at the show I was amazed by the affection in which they're held. It seemed to me that everyone who came by at our stand had either owns one or had one in the past. Boats like these really did democratise sailing. Now Jeremy Dale, son of the builder Henry, 
is now MD of a marine safety equipment company called Seasafe, which shared my stand at the show. And as a teenager, Jeremy told me, he helped build my very boat, and he also told me how much care and thought was put into them. Now, I've been on modern boats twice the length of a sailfish where you can literally see sunlight through the hull. Not so on the sailfish. Boats like these were built resin-rich before cost considerations took over. And all of that got me thinking. Could the sailfish also be the boat of today in an age when ownership costs of larger boats are driving people off the water? The original moulds are still in existence after all, so why not put it back into production? I felt another of my get-poor-slow schemes coming on, until Jeremy pointed out that it would in fact be a get-poor-quick scheme, as a new sailfish would cost skywards of 20000 And who would pay that when you can get a decent old one for a tenth of the money? And then I thought again. Chevrolet Corvettes... Daimler Darts, all Lotuses, and even a few Ferraris have something in common with the sailfish. So too does the Reliant Robin come to think of it. They were built of fiberglass, and all apart from the Reliant Robins are acknowledged as classics. Now in the car world there's no stigma to GRP, and I think it's about time we regarded sailfishes, corabies, Pandoras, Wesley 22s, Hunter Europas, Preludes, Skipper 17s, Swift 18s and many more boats of their types, built tough in an age before things were engineered down to a price, as classics. Or perhaps glassics. Now just as the Morris Minor and Mini mobilised millions, these fibreglass glassics were a force for social change. Now, the latest marine industry buzzword is sustainability. But surely, isn't the really sustainable way of sailing to mobilise this dormant armada rather than use up more unrenewable resources building boats that won't last as long? Now, that just leaves the problem of the Reliant Robin. And I've got a solution for that too. You remove one wheel and then they can be upcycled into wheelie bins. There you go, I think I just saved the planet.